Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. We get into the uh, vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to that leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Go on all the social media at Asinine Radio. Go follow us on there. And uh, that's all I got for the boring intro. So that was boring. you got anything? That was boring. No, so let's uh, death. let's let's jump into the fearless beer review. What do you got this week, Jeff? Oh, I got another Russian River. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got okay. lots and lots and lots and lots. I forgot that when we have too much beer, we put them in a a, a, a plastic crate, like a, like an old record crate, and it kind of just sits next to the TV downstairs. Um, and so then, like the thought is, if we buy too much beer, then we can't fit in the fridge, and we put a little extra there, and then replenish it when it's when it goes down. But um, I forgot that they were there, and so there was a bunch of Russian rivers there that friend of the pod, someone had bought when he was out in California many months ago. Okay. Like three months ago. Nice. But this is called Damnation. Nice, nice, nice. Have you heard Damnation? Yeah, I've never had it, because I think it's like a, a, a porter, right? Or a stout? It's a Belgian-inspired golden ale. Ah, yes. 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 That's, why, that's why I haven't had it, because I'm not really, I'm not a big fan of Belgians. Yeah, or Belgian Belgian beers. People say this Not is Belgians, uh, it's 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 like their their attempt at doing a a, a du, duvel 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 one of those beers a duvel like a delirium. Yeah, um, so it's like their their thing of doing that. Of course, it's, it gets great reviews because Russian River. I mean, I, I I hate to say it, but like everything that I've had from them, even stuff I thought that I wouldn't like, is pretty damn good. So. Yeah, yeah. and also. Belgians always get high ratings too. The Belgian ales. People are always. stupid. <laughs> no, I don't know. But it's got one of those cool like champagne cork tops where you gotta twist off the metal and then pop it. Mm-hmm. So I, I like these. A little more interactive. You you can charge me like the extra two or three dollars because I enjoy doing this process. <laughs> I like it. You I get, like, get that I nice like. pop. Yeah. That nice pop. All right. So you got a Russian River damnation. Uh I have something from um uh, a brewery that I brought to the pot a couple weeks ago called Societe. Remember I brought that? Yeah. Societe, really annoying. I'm probably not even saying it right. I'm just being dumb. <laughs> um, this uh, brewery is out of uh, San Diego, California. Picked this one up from Trader Joe's, picked up a four-pack. Um, it's a West Coast IPA. It's 7.2 ABV. I bought it because the label is just like, it's very kind of seven, like early 70s, like a like a Pepto-Bismol pink with like the, the, the mustard yellow. And I don't know, it's just... It's just, I like it. It's just pleasant. Very, very, maybe late 60s, early 70s style. So, um, yeah, just, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Okay. And it says Beer Folk Unites. Highly okay. Sk- and, oh, the beer the is called Highly Skilled. I don't know if I said that. But, um, but yeah, Highly Skilled West Coast IPA. That's what I got from Societe. And the last one I got, the last beer I had from this brewery was pretty good. I remember it was pretty, pretty good. So, 
I like I like that on their um, on the cork for for Russian River. It even tells you like what type of glass you should be using to drink this. That's kind of cool. Oh yeah. Do you have that kind of glass? I do. I'm not gonna use it. <sighs> Come on, man. Keeping theme. I'm not fucking going have downstairs to get that stupid fucking goblet. <laughs> no, it's not gonna do it. I hate I hate goblets too. I hate when beer is served in those goblets. It's so it's so awkward in your hand. Like you don't know how to hold it. Like do you, do you do you hold it like a little like a bitch like with your hand underneath the bowl part? You know what I mean? No, I I, I pinch the stem with just two fingers and put the pinky out like 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 Hulk Hogan and uh, the, you do not the do nanny. that. I do. Those those goblets are too heavy to do that. If you're a little pussy, not for me. I Come got strong. On. I got strong index finger and thumb uh, coordination. Okay. <laughs> it's not, it's not like a full size, more like a tulip goblet, like a smaller you know, oh, okay, 12 to 16 okay. ounce goblet, okay. not a fucking 32 ounce chalice. Yeah, like what we used to get at, uh, what, what bar was it? Was it Roscoe's in Fullerton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, it was uh, Heroes. No, Heroes had just the regular mugs, right? Yeah. Or maybe I'm, maybe I'm confused. There was a place called Roscoe's had- Pizza that had the 32 ounce goblet chalice thing and then you got it for 10 bucks remember oh, no 13 bucks you got that 32 ounce beer plus an unlimited pizza buffet it included salad wings fucking pasta garlic bread that was the spot mm. like in america man america maybe they have buffets in, in other countries i'm sure oh come on i guarantee you they don't have buffets in britland there's no way that's it's such an american thing i don't think i don't think other countries adopted it I don't even think like like, like having a buffet like it seems so wasteful and gluttonous, right? But half of that food is like the bottom barrel food, so half of it's probably not even yeah. real. Like what that chicken you're eating is probably only like chicken meal or something like some type of chicken <laughs> substitute. So it's probably not even real food. Probably yeah. I I don't care for buffets at all. It's never worth it. Never ever worth it for me. I, I only do one I type never of buffet now, and that's a pizza buffet. That's it. Yeah, but you're never here in California to eat the pizza buffet. Well, there's a Mountain Mike's that opened up out here, and they have a pizza Ooh. buffet now. And I went there the other Mountain day, Mike's actually. I got there super late, and I was mad because I asked them if they are going to put out more pizza. And they're like, oh, yeah, we will. Because I got there like 10 minutes before closing, and they never did. So I only had like two slices. I fucking waste $12. Wow. Very, very regional podcast. Anyway. At the Roundtable Pizza the Buffet, beer I used to put down 16, 17 slices. Yeah, but those slices are like... They're they're like quarter slices. They were mi- you know? they're medium pizzas. No, yes they yeah, were. But the, but the way they slice them, like sixteen slices is like one medium pizza. At the pizza, no, no, yes no, it is. No, yes it no. is. Yes it is. I will buy you a medium pizza if you can slice it in sixteen pieces. I could slice it into I could slice it into eighteen pieces. Fuck, dude. Would you like to? <laughs> would you like care to make it interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Badly. Twenty bucks says I could do it. I could do eighteen slices on a medium pizza. Okay, next time we out here. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Um, anyway, let, let's let's try these beers. Let's go. go. Ready? Okay. Oh, hmm. Okay. All right. So, what do you think of your damnation? Yeah, I mean that's you know there's uh there's there's some there's some funk in there. Mm-hmm. That's a, little, a Belgian beer, dude. A little, little spicy, right? Kind of. Uh, yeah. It, it, Belgian beers are always so dry. This I one's a little bit... It's like a weird dry bite to it. There, There is... I don't know. There is some... Uh, I mean, it's mostly just like 
the banana taste, but but there is some other citrus in there too. So it's a little bit a little bit sweet to kind of like counterbalance that that nasty yeasty aftertaste. <laughs> and it's fine. Like I, I just I don't like I don't like the style of beer really. I just don't I don't like tasting yeast. I just think it's fucking gross. It's fun to cook with and and use in, in recipes, but why the fuck would you want to eat yeast? It's gross, nasty, <laughs> taste it at least. Um, I, yeah. I do remember when when we first started drinking, like getting a Belgian beer was like really cool. It's like you you were like almost felt like you had to like it because it was expensive, and you thought you were cool for drinking something so different. But then, really, in hindsight, it's just it's not very good beer. It's fucking gross. Yeah, it's it's not really yeah, like who Belgians wants to taste yeast? That's nasty. <laughs> Named an infection uh, after it. Gross. <laughs> Gross. It's so fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. This All right. ain't bad. This is not this is not terrible. I would never buy this again. I would never drink it again. I would never order it again. This is a one and done. So this is a this is a one. This is a good one. It's a one good solid okay. one. Yeah. So we uh we have our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're gonna continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So you give this a one. One out of three. You would never go back to it, but it's good to try at least once. Yeah. Wow. That's fair. I probably I probably would say the same thing. Yeah. No. But I don't know if I'm... I don't think I would ever try it unless somebody bought it for me. Cause that, just, yeah, that's the only reason why we have it is yeah. because I told Sloan, I, I said, dude, just buy... Any beer that you buy, just buy two of them. As long as you don't... Or we can't get it here, just buy two of them and I'll, I'll pay for half. Somebody <laughs> bought a There's, bunch of stuff. The store that always has Russian River... Uh, beers here, Bristol Farms. The the one that they always have in stock is Damnation. Always. Yeah, nobody fucking likes they'll, it. They'll, they'll run out of Blind Pig, Pliny, Pliny is is you know some you know people say some intellectuals. But yeah, no, Damnation's always there. The what? Some some intellectuals will call it. Some, this is one of those beers. Did where you push where, push the glasses up on your. I did. No, I ain't like like Professor Frank. This is one of those beers that people like claim to like, but you like, you know they're full of shit. You know, it's just this like secret society they wish existed of, of people that like to drink yeast infection beers. So <laughs> don't care. It's gross. My uh my uh my what's this called? Highly Maya, skilled Maya. from Society. My uh my uh highly skilled from Society Brewing. Uh this is uh this is good. This is it's a stronger beer. I could taste a bite a little bit, um, but it's still very fresh or refreshing fresh it's 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 good like it tastes really good actually i'm pleasantly surprised at this i did have a west coast ipa from them last time i drank from this brewery and i think the that other one was better than this one but this, this is still solid I, I really like this so i have i have three more in the pack and i'm definitely gonna drink them definitely not a drain pour uh pours out a nice golden color not completely translucent but no floaties, nothing like that. This is um, this is a, this is a uh, a uh, what what is it? Solid body or how do beer people say it? Something like, about the body, like solid body. Is it thin? Like is it more like water? Or is it more like syrup? It's close. It like full <laughs> it's body. Not, it's not full body. No, it's not full. It's it's like medium bodied. Okay, medium yeah. bodied for sure. This is good. I would give this one. I'll give it. I'll give it a two point two five. Two point two five out of three. And honestly, like, so, like if, if people who drink wine and beer can can measure mouthfeel, why can't why can't pizza blogs also measure mouthfeel? You know, <laughs> that, that would make sense to me. 
Just saying. It does make sense. When you go to certain pizza pizza joints, not all the crust tastes the same. It feels the same. Feel the same. Yeah, exactly. That's it, what I meant to say. Feel the same. There's light. Like you go to Little Caesars, that crust is is tough. That's tough. Some tough crust right there. I don't, I don't even bother with the crust at Little Caesars. You know what's Caesars crazy? It's his, so tough. His friend of the pod, Sloan, knows a guy that works at Little Caesars. And this guy says that they make Little Caesars dough fresh in-house every day for all their pizza. What? And and I'm thinking, like, why? Why even go through the trouble of making your dough fresh when you're just going to stick it in that oven for five hours? Like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. Just use, like, refrigerated or frozen dough, right? You're, just, you're wasting yeah. money. That's stupid. The the Bobbly pizza crust. Or what is yeah. it? Bobbly? Bobbly? I don't know. I, I always say Bobbly because it sounds funny. In fact, bobbly. I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> I think we have a long, long time ago. <laughs> It's always on like the end cap at all the grocery stores. Yeah, always on the end cap. Did you get? No one ever the, buys uh, it. You, fuck, I forgot what they're called, but they're called like nan, like n a n n a a n bread. Nan bread, it's yeah. flat bread, dude. That shit is like mm. that's good. Oh, it's so yeah, good. That shit's really good. Like artisanal, delicious. <laughs> all right, so did Raul leave a, a review for your damnation? Of course he did. He always he okay, always leaves reviews for the Russian River stuff. He's always got to get on it. This was. January of 2018. Given that it's Russian River, it's kind of like Jessica Gomez showing up at your front door. You expect the best. And it's pretty good. It's not mind-shattering, but it's, it's all right enough. So maybe Jessica showing up with hay fever, damnation is. Okay. I looked at what Jessica Gomez who? was. I have no the fuck who I knew she was. <laughs> just that's a model. What, that's what I just looked up Just too, a model. Yeah. Just a model from Australia who's done modeling. And, and I just don't... His references sometimes... Almost made me think he's she's in some type of like like uh, like in the scene because he's mentioned models before. Is she the one? I don't know. There's two Jessica Gomez's. I don't know which one, which one he's talking about because I looked it up too because I'm like, who the fuck is she? I don't know. I mean, it's the other Jessica Gomez. What's the other Jessica Gomez? Uh, there's one with fourteen thousand followers on Instagram, and there's one with two hundred sixty nine thousand followers. So they're both like Instagram famous, I guess. But the one from I Australia know, is essentially like a little bit older. Like she's thirty-seven, according to her wiki. But she's just a model. Not when I say just a model, it's not like I'm looking down on just a model. Although I don't understand it. But yeah, but she will say she's just a model. I, I don't like look down on. it. I just don't <laughs> fucking understand it. Just like I don't understand people that are that are just trap rappers. I don't get it. So, no, that's true. All right, so Raul left a left a review for mine as well. This is what he said. He left this actually just a couple weeks ago on August 7th, about a week and a half ago. Uh, Juicy like Kim Kardashian in her cinema debut. If nerds were watching on their laptops, counts as cinema. But there's also a bit of cardboard in the aftertaste, which then ends with a paste-like feel, I'm sure which would also sum up the big one's, sum up the big one's cinema debut if she made it, made it at home. Wait, she made oh. it. Oh my God, dude. He wrote this really weird. I'm sure which would also sum up the big one's cinema debut if she made an at-home film like The Sis. Raul is clocking out. So he that was a mess of a review. That right? was he a was mess. really drunk when he... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe he was drunk. <laughs> because, yeah, just the Kardashian he is referencing doesn't make sense to the Kardashian he referenced later in the post. And grammatically, it was just kind of a mess, so that's why I was stumbling all over it. So... Good job, Raul. Great review. You're the best. You yeah. are the best. You're you, well, you're something. 
<laughs> all right. Do we have anything else on the Fearless Beer Review? That uh, No, let's see. That's all. That's it. Okay, let's jump into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff, we, stuff we've been listening to. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I actually do have new stuff this week for the first time in a while. Okay. I, um, I, I worked a record show this past weekend. That's uh, a local like swap meet record show, and I usually, I usually always buy something from there because there's a ton of vendors. You know, there's tens of thousands of records here, so I'm bound, I'm I'm bound to find something that I've been looking for or that I want. And one of the guys that always has a lot of cool like punk stuff, Mike Landry, he always has like I don't know where he gets it or if he's had it for a while, but he has a lot of it. It's a little overpriced sometimes, but he always hooks it up. So I bought uh, I bought an OG copy of Descendants Enjoy record, 1986. This is the nice. New Alliance Press. So before New Alliance got bought by SST and then repressed this album, it's a, a New Alliance pressing, so it's a true first press. And this is my second favorite Descendants album. Was it? I, actually, I don't even remember where, what I ranked Enjoy. Maybe like three? Four? I think you liked it, but but it wasn't as high as... What's the other one? Trying to be cool. Every, everything's, everything's all right in the end. What's it called? <laughs> um, Too cool to be true. Right, hold on. Is that is it cool to, something like that? I don't know. I think you had that one. Cool to be. Second. Oh, you're thinking of cool to be you. Cool to be yeah, you. Cool, oh yeah. Yeah. Cool to be you is my least favorite, and then enjoy. Enjoy was my second to last favorite. Yeah. This one. This one. This is the one that starts off, and it's just them with mics on their buttholes making fart noises. They're not even making fart noises. <laughs> they're actually right. just farting into the mic. <laughs> but it's funny. It's got the. It's got Wendy, the the Beach Boys cover on it, and the song that I chose, Hurt and Crew, which is uh, this is for sure like their heaviest song, and it's. Supposed to be like a joke song, right? It's supposed to be like a Motley Crue, jokey song, but it's fucking good. Yeah, it is good, and they they slay. It's amazing. I like it. Okay, I, it is it is good. I mean, Descendants never put out a bad record. They really, really didn't. So even when that I say true. it's one of my least favorites, I would still get it. I would get every Descendants record. That is true. But I'm not going to pay a ton of money for some of them. But I paid forty bucks. Generally, for this. they're pretty. And that's. That's really not bad. Forty bucks is pretty good. And yeah, I was I was excited, man, because again, they they are when SST took over, they re-released these. So when you open it up and it says like SST on it, then you know it's a repress. If it says like New Alliance on it, then you know it's an OG. OG babe, that's all I am. I'm an OG vinyl guy now, I guess. And you're all about the OGs for the past couple of years. Still wet behind <laughs> the ears over here. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, I bought I bought a forty five. I don't buy a lot of forty fives. I only buy forty fives if I really really like the song and if it comes with the cover, like the original sleeve. So mm-hmm. I bought you can call me Al, Paul Simon's so uh, good song, eighty six, and it came with the original sleeve, great condition. That's so awesome. Bought it from uh, Rock This Town Records. Yeah, dude, dirt cheap. They essentially just gave it away, and I don't understand why. Um, this song just doesn't. Paul Simon's a great songwriter. You know what I mean? Like he has a lot of yeah. really, really good songs. But there's something special about this one. There's some. There's something about this song that's yeah, just so. Yeah, it's a great song. It's so zany. It's so just wonky and weird and bizarre. And then you match it with like the music video with Chevy Chase, and it's just like what? The oh, fuck dude, the video is what this? makes it. The video that wasn't even the original it. video. The original video was like just some like live performance that he did that was cut, and he fucking hated it. So he asked Lauren Michaels to help him out. And Lauren's like, oh yeah, dude, let's hook you up with Chevy Chase. And Chevy Chase is what, like 6'5", and Paul Simon's like 5'3". <laughs> and it was just so damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the song's killer. It's the, the, song it's the is verses. Yeah. amazing. 
I love the verses, the way he the way he sings them. It's it's almost like this kind of rushed kind of rapping thing. I don't yeah. know how rapping. That's not it is a little bit the of right rap. word. But like the way he's like like spitting out the words as fast as he can is a little bit like rapping because it's kind of on beat, but it's also kind of off beat at sometimes. He has to like hurry yeah. up in other parts. I don't know. It's, it's and then when when it's the saxophone hits, it's on the verge of being really cheesy and really lame. But ding, I love ding, it. Ding, ding. It's so it's so eighties, man. That saxophone is so eighties. I guess there was this whatever. whole there was this whole thing about this this album. I mean, the guy that plays bass on this too is uh, I guess a, a really really good bass player, and he um I don't I mean, know, you can hear from it on the song. South Africa. Yeah, that yeah. part is so good. But there's a whole like controversy Fucking over this album. album. This is his Graceland album. Um, I guess there was a lot of there was something about musicians on here that that were that didn't care or that were blind or that just weren't interested in the apartheid. And, and Paul Simon got a lot of flack for hiring musicians who just, I don't know, didn't care. I guess something like that. I don't know. I didn't really read. I don't really care that Weird. much, but, um, the album's really not. That have you great. listened to, Oh, I was going to ask, have you ever listened to the album? Yeah. Cause it gets like perfect reviews. Oh, but the B side, really it's not that good. And gumboots, gumboots is good. The title track is good. Graceland. And there's a couple other stuff on the on the on the on side B that are a little bit more. I think there's a song called like something about African, and it's that's a good song. But I don't know. I don't think Paul Simon is like that great. I think he's a great songwriter, okay. but otherwise it's just like eh, I'd rather hear your songs done as covers. <laughs> like like people Fair. feel that about Bob Dylan. Like I like your songs. I just wish like other people did them. I mean, that's just how I feel about yeah, Paul Simon. Bob Dylan shit. Oh. Hey man, I don't make the rules. Don't make that's the rules. Just, that's just something. <laughs> but yeah, I got that, so I'm excited. Uh, um, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool, dude. That's cool. All and right. The, uh, what? Yeah. Well, the last thing I got here. This is another 45, another seven inch, and this was also came from Rock This Town Records. And okay. uh, I don't know where they got this from, but one day it was there. And normally I don't really care about 45s, especially ones that I don't know anything about just because I don't want to pay money for it if it's stupid or whatever. But then I flipped the, on the backside and side A has totally mortal and girls not gray. And side B, what they, she calls side M, is skulls and hybrid moments. I was like, what the fuck? I got to hear this. And so I was trying to find it on Spotify. And at the time, I couldn't find it. It wasn't there. And so then I was like, okay, you know what? It's only like $3. I'm just going to fucking buy it next time I come in. So a week later, I came in and bought it. But now it's on Spotify. So I don't know if I just okay. missed it or if it just wasn't on Spotify like the week prior when to was it released? searching for this. Uh, 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 I don't know. Because there's no... Well, so so like the artist is... she's the, She was or is the singer from Tsunami Bomb. And uh, that's oh, how... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how she got like her, her... I don't know, into the music business. But they call her Agent M. That's why it's Side M and not Side B. But this is her oh, side project okay. and it's very... It's just her, and and sometimes it's it's a little electronic. Sometimes it's just her and a, like acoustic guitar. Sometimes like there's a piano in the background. But she was actually she was actually on. She was on what a gutter mouth song on Gu- Gusto. I can't remember what track it was, but she really? was, there was like some background vocals. Yeah, that she did okay. on Gusto. Um, but anyway, I threw this on. I didn't do nothing about her, and I've listened to Tsunami Bomb, and they're a fucking cool band. I do like them a yeah, lot. Yeah, they're cool. But I don't know nothing about this, and I, dude, this was good. I like this yes. a lot, like a lot, a lot. 
<laughs> so so anybody listening to the podcast right now, if you want to listen to these songs as we go along, there's going to be a description. There's going to, in the link, there's going to be, or in the description of this episode, there's going to be a link to the Spotify playlist. So you can go listen to this. Jeff made me listen to Totally Immortal, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. And this song, this feel. cover, it, it, no, seriously, seriously. And she fucking nailed it. It's, it's, it's just different enough. I, I don't know. I, I can't even explain it. It's weird. It's it's a weird cover, and I never expected the song to sound like this. But she kept to the melody. Like she didn't she didn't lose the intensity or kind of the the feel of the song. But it's definitely different. It's cool. I really like this. This reminded me of uh, so. First of all, it came out in January of two thousand twenty three this year, like late January. And on Discogs, it's going for two hundred dollars. But oh you can just God. go to the to the website and buy it for ten dollars. Oh, okay, one of those things. Yeah, easy. Um, but this reminds me of Larue. Do you know Larue is? She sings that song. Bulletproof. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, Larue. Yeah, this reminds me of Larue mixed with like, like Gen Pop, like someone who's in the pop, like realm and like knows punkers and like grew up listening to punk music, because it definitely mm-hmm. has that kind of like Larue, aggressive kind of like dancey synth sound, but it's also definitely punk still here. I think oh, I think she's sure. slay totally immortal. I think she made girls not great listenable. Skulls was awesome, and then hybrid moments. It was just like a live thing, and it was good, um, but it wasn't like the the best thing on the on the on this EP. So, here. you talk shit on girls not great right now, but like her version of it or the AFI? Version? Her version of it. Oh, okay, okay. It's yeah. not that good. No, her version of it, it makes. I said her. She makes girls not great listenable. That's what I'm saying. So you don't yeah. like girls not great? Nah, it's alright. Mm, I don't think you said that when we did when we did sing the sorrow on the pod. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe once I finally get my pre order, I'll be able to uh, go back. But no, <laughs> you gotta wait till You know, actually, that's gonna be perfect because by the time it's released, you could pick my copy up and then you could deliver it to me when you're out here. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Perfect. You can bring my amp back so we could jam when you're out here. I might jam a little it, bit. We'll see what happens. Well, you're not going to forget it. Oh. Well, anyway, anyway, oh, no, th- this, this cover, this totally immortal, totally immortal cover is fucking solid. Highly recommend everybody go check it out. It's only 10 bucks on the double helix. <clears throat> I think it's called double helix site. And it's kind of cool. Cause when you buy the record, so it's 10 bucks, I think you probably buy it from a band camp too, oh, but it came with a couple stickers and it's like a colored variant and they're like, well, it's only pressed 500. So there's only 500 colored or copies. It's one of those things where like they're random colors, so it could be one of like four colors. So you never know what you're gonna yep. get. I always like that. That's kind of cool. It makes like it makes a unique colored variant even more unique, knowing you're not gonna know what you're getting. Knowing yeah, I like that. No, yeah, I, don't I know. like cool. that. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. All right, so that's all you got for See your all? stuffs this week. Yeah. All right, so I listened to. I didn't really. I didn't listen to anything new this week, but I got into this this mood few days ago and i just listened to all my vandals records but i didn't put all the i didn't put a song from every album i listened to just three vandal songs ones that i feel like they stand out just because they're so good and sometimes they're just a little bit different so um i listened to uh fear of a punk planet love that record uh came out in 1990 second album or first album with the the classic lineup the current lineup of the band and uh the song the raj it's the second track on, on, on the record 
And this is probably one of the more unique songs I feel that they've ever done. It has a very kind of like Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, Faith No More kind of thing to it. It's it's heavier. It's just funkier a little bit. It's weird. But then they'll drop into like the punk stuff and do some weird ass shit there. It's a crazy song. I, I love The Raj. It's always yeah, been a standout super track for me. But do you, wait, do you have Fear of a Punk Planet? I, I always don't. forget. God, you got to get it. It's so I good. Have, I just have When in Rome... Stepped in and diarrhea. That's it. Fear of a Punk Planet, The Raj, great, great stuff. Uh, and then I listened to Hitler, Hitler Bad, Vandal's Good, uh, from what is it, 96, I believe. And, uh, oh no, 98. It was 98. And, uh, yeah, no, this, this is, this record is just an absolute classic. We've done this on the pod. Um, Euro Barge, one of my favorite, top three, easily top three Vandal songs, without a doubt. It's, it's a perfect song. And you agree with me on that, right? It's funny because like Eurobarge, I always think like uh like, like when I saw it there, I was like, oh, of course you pick Eurobarge. Like, oh, we listen to so many goddamn <laughs> times. And then like you put it on and instantaneously, it's like, fuck yeah, I did the song rips. It's so good. Just that drum beat. It starts with that that drum beat. Do get do get do get just that really fast punk beat. Here in America, Spectrophilman. He's so snotty with it too. <laughs> He's got a little rasp in his voice too. Yeah, it's a, dude, it's a fucking banger of a song. It is, and it's a Josh Free song. He wrote this song, one of the few Vandal songs he actually wrote completely. So that's pretty cool too. Uh, so yeah, Hitler Bad, and uh, then the Quickening as well. I, I, this is like really a forgotten Vandal's record. Yeah, and I have it on. I got it on vinyl because I got it super cheap at Radiation a long time ago, and I forget about it. But when I throw it on, I'm like, damn, dude, this song is just it banger after banger and. The song um, was it Chicken? That's that's the one I put on, right? Yeah, dude, that song is so good. It's so it's so quirky, and the way Warren plays the guitar on it, he makes it sound like a chicken. It's weird. I, I dude, it's it's a crazy cool song and a wildly underrated record from them for sure. So the quickening, awesome stuff. Um, the Vandals, just in general, are they are a perfect band. They really are. Not my favorite band, but they are a perfect band for what yeah, they do. Perfect they really, in the punk scene. They really just do no wrong. <laughs> like everything they, they do don't. is at least like enjoyable. And they're also a band where every other band respects them. You know, nobody talks shit on the band. Everybody has good things to say about don't them. Under, I don't. I, I honestly, I don't understand it because I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you, mean you don't understand it? Because they're not like great at anything. They're not. Well, that's wrong. What are they great at? The Vandals? Writing pop songs. They're not like the best at anything. They didn't like pioneer anything. They've just been doing it for so long and they're nice. And Well, uh, you could say the same thing about the Bouncing Souls. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Which is another band that nobody has anything bad to say about. And that I don't get either. (laughs) Yeah, the Vandals are... I love love the Vandals so much. They're just so... they're, They're so cool. So funny. But um, anyway, moving on. Uh, last song, last thing here. I li- I've just been obsessed with Ghost this week, and I've probably I've been li- I've this the new album Impera that came out last year in 2022. I've just I've listened to this record three times this week, once on vinyl and twice on Spotify. I don't know. I'm just like hooked for some reason on this record. And it, when it first came out, I I just I really didn't li- did not like this record. And then when we did it, when we did prequel on the pod. I, something clicked with me and I've just been kind of obsessed with this record and especially this week and man that the the songs are great 
I made I put the song Twenties, right? Yeah, Twenties. That was yeah. I put Twenties, which is my favorite song on the record, and I just it's a crazy weird wild song, and the the vinyl. So the the packaging I should say the packaging for the vinyl is just amazing. It's a huge booklet, you know, a twelve inch booklet, and it's every every page is dedicated to it to a different song on the record and each has its own piece of artwork and it's like it's just really intricate artwork and it's just just a really really well made package right here I, i'm just so impressed for a record i got for like 20 bucks just the amount of effort that went into the release was was so cool and and the record itself the music really is is awesome they've they've stepped it up with every single record and you would agree with that too for the most uh, part. Which, which one of those praises do you think I would agree with? That they've gotten better with, with each release. Because they have. Maybe uh, not with this one, but from the I, first I, record to prequel. I only think they have one good record. And that record, I think, is fucking fantastic. Everything else. like I, I think I've been rated a three. I have it on the vinyls. I you did. I love it so much. You did. But everything else, I would give like a 1.5 at best. You should re-listen to Impera. I don't. This give it, song, give it this song did nothing for me. I think this really? song is like what I hate about this band. It's just all pump and just it's all sizzle, oh, no steak. Man, all sizzle, no steak. Yeah. Wow, that's wrong. Okay, fine. I don't, I'd say give I it one more shot, but I don't really it. hated this. Okay, okay, that's fine. That is fine. Prequel. As long as you like one album, that's prequel. Okay, prequel. That's fine because that is their best damn record. Good. Oh, it's a perfect record. Like we talked about on the pod. Go check it out. Um. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got for the vinyl stuffs. Um. Let's uh. Let's move on then, to uh, some new music, or at least one, or a couple things that came out this week. Uh. Neil Young put out a new record, or kind of a new record. Uh. It's called Chrome Dreams Two. This is a kind of like a compilation of songs from the mid seventies. I didn't get a chance to listen to it this week, but I'm so really really want to. What? From what I was reading. It's 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 not like quite part of his archival series that he's been doing. It's a uh, it's a yeah. compilation of songs that have already been released on various albums, but the songs themselves were supposed to be on this album, and so this album didn't happen. But he liked those songs, so then he put them out on different albums throughout like the late seventies, and uh, or he or he put they played they were like on live records and stuff from what I recall. But this was supposed to be an album, and it just didn't happen, and so he wanted to reuse the songs. But you put all these, like, mm-hmm. they're all fucking banger songs, dude. You put them all into one album. It's like, good God. Dude, this thing would have slayed had it come out, I don't know, what, it was 1978 or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was 78. It's like, God damn. Like, these songs would have slayed. This is the greatest hits comp right here. It's, it's it, yeah. I, I still need to listen to it, though. Are you sure every song was released? I don't know if every song was released. Every song or maybe one song or two songs. Is, has not been released or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it was mm. like every song. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, song, get into song, it. Song. Not not if you have Spotify because you can't listen to it if you have Spotify. But if you have another streaming <sighs> so service, annoying. you can go listen to it. I will say in our in our record store we have we have that that rockabilly Neil Young record sitting right there. Oh God! And that's the first thing I'm going to listen to tomorrow. I cannot wait to spin that. <laughs> it's supposed to be like his worst record at, at your might, new store. At, at Desert Grooves Records, baby. Yep, in Chandler, Arizona. Go check Chandler, it out. Arizona. September first, grand opening. It's but you can go there early. If, sure. Yeah. 
All right. We, if you got uh, cash in your pocket, we got records to sell. That's he's not lying. He's not lying. I am not. <laughs> um okay, so that's all I got for Neil Young. The last thing here or one of the last things here, bleeding through uh re- they they did they have a new recording of the song Love Lost in a Hell of Gunfire from their record This is Love This is Murderous, the opening track from that record. They redid it and uh I like it. It's it's like a it's not bad by any means. I think it was unnecessary to do it. Um, it doesn't really add much more to the original at all. Um, the guitars are crisper, but the drums sound a lot drier and have that more modern metal drum production sound that I really don't like. But whatever, it was fine. You didn't care about this, I'm sure. But I, I negligible. The difference between the two, <laughs> negligible. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wrong but I mean, clearly anyway go check it out there but like i don't i don't carry the way i know but I, I i think it's also because you didn't you haven't spent a lot of time with this album either you know like like when we did this record on the pod i've listened to this record at least two three hundred times at least I just, over I the just years so it's just like saying that like this record was one of the best metalcore records that have ever been put out and i just i i still think i still think it is that's so fucking better than stupid. better than anything avenged have done better than most of atreyu um yeah i, yeah, I really not better than most of death by stereo this is not better than ocean between us this is not better well than pretty much all but like maybe two death by stereo i would say i would say like top three metal cores suicide notes and butt kisses um, if looks could kill from Death by Stereo, and then this is Love, This is Murder is from Bleeding oh, Through. Man, that's top just, three metal cores. The, that's top three metal cores. That's something. I'm that's not like a, I'm truth, not like an dude. authority on metal cores, so I really only know like a very, very small percentage of it. But no, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. All right. Well, anyway, go check it out. I know they're going to be releasing a few more songs um, that they've uh, re-recorded for from this record. So get into it just curious we'll talk like, about it more like if they released a, an ep or an album or anything are they going to be getting more money from that sale than they would have with the original run of of the album yes yes okay then i, I get what they're doing and if i cared about them enough to buy it then i would buy the re-release just so i can give them some money good i like that well they are they are doing an ep i think it's going to be a five song ep from their their favorite songs from the record um, they haven't said it whether or not they're going to do a, a physical release, but I'm sure they will. So honestly, I might buy that just just out of pure like supporting OC Hardcore. Hell yeah! And you get a good EP out of it too. Great EP. I mean, you get you get an EP. That's for sure. Well, well that <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Um, that's it for new music. But something I want to bring up: let the hype train start back up again blinker back you know they've been on tour they released edging almost a year ago it's fucking insane it's been almost a year so no stupid. album years since they've taken no. their money <laughs> i know with those with those vinyl pre-orders um but it was uh, a couple days ago they started posting on their in, on their socials they're filming a new music video probably means they're going to drop the video in i'd say a month that's probably how long it's going to take for them to edit it and do all that bullshit so another month and then Travis has already said that the album's going to come out in October. So there we go. There we go. 
let the hype chain begin. Dude, you're all about the hype. You love the hype. You're the hype I conductor. hate hype. I hate hype so much. I really, <laughs> I oh, it's the worst. <laughs> you're the only person on like earth that doesn't like hype. Dude, hype's like, hype is what I live for. Love no, hype. it's the worst. It's the worst. Like every every Too every much. every religious person on earth is essentially living for the hype, right? What's going to happen at the end of their life? That's all hype. Yeah, that's people stupid. love hype. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dumb. Just give me hype. the product. Just give me the. Just, that's all I want. That's all. All we. That's all we want. Nah, no. The hype I, is dumb. I like, I like hype. Hype me up, baby. No, you don't. No, you no. You're being duped. That's dude. What it I is. fucking love hype, dude. Get out of here. You think you do, but okay. anyway. Anyway, oh and two. Uh that's all I have for this episode. You have anything else? No, that's it. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Tell your friends. Stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the offspring and their album Conspiracy of One, and we're gonna rank all the records. So that's it. That's all. Do it.